Welcome to the Crazy Prayer Ladies Podcast, a time of devotional, discussion on everyday Christian topics, prayer, and even Bible trivia, with Professor Gigi, Miss Polly Pureheart, Miss Crown Call Chosen, and The Dude. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We have some wonderful guests joining us here today, and I'm going to put it in the hands of Miss Crown Call Chosen to start with the intros. Hi, everyone. It's a pleasure tonight to have these two wonderful, God-fearing people joining us. God is good. Um, let me say this about the crazy prayer. We are a group of people and a dude. We pray. We love that. We are crazy about the things of the Lord. <laughs> and I am Miss Crown Call Chosen, but we are for the things of the Lord. We pray. We have devotion in the morning. We are that people. And then we have our Bible studies on Monday night. But tonight, we, we are honored to have you guys. Yeah. So yes. it's a really honor. And my name is Crown Call Chosen. And then I turn it over to the other person to introduce themselves. Go ahead. Well, thank you for your time. Yes, we are from uh, Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. Oh, great. Okay. And I'm from Guyana, all the way in the Caribbean. So you please excuse my accent. <laughs> I love your accent. <laughs> and we, we too believe in the power of prayer. And as we share this story with you this evening, you will definitely hear about what the power of prayer did in our lives throughout this journey. Can't wait. Well, I'm 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 uh, one of the uh, components of the prayer uh, crazy prayer ladies. My name, um, my stage name is Professor Gigi. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, um, you know, I am a retired nurse. I'm a retired nurse. So your story, you know, hit home because actually, um, my first husband died he was 30 he died of a cerebral aneurysm and it was a stem brain stem aneurysm so he only lasted three days um you know he eventually died he did get on life support and everything but you know um he didn't make it through so i i can relate to your story and i'm actually very happy that you know you were one of the good statistics yes Yes, yeah, we exactly. heard that there's the statistics are not in favor of survival. And right. as we share this story, we'll tell you what the, when we met the surgeon, what he had to say about that very statistic. And when he shared us, we were like, I mean, tears just started flowing down my cheeks. And then on the way home, there was nothing but thanksgiving, praise, worships, and a lot of wows after we heard the statistics. Wow. And I'm saying, oh, wow, again, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I too am a nurse. I'm not retired. I'm still practicing. Um, I do have a personal uh, attachment with you because my sister was the one that led me into healthcare. She was diagnosed with cerebral aneurysm. Uh, Unfortunately, she did not make it. She lasted only a day out of coming out of surgery. She was in a coma for a day and she did not make it. And that just turned my whole uh, major around because I was majoring in engineering. But at that point, I changed it completely to healthcare because I wanted to be an advocate because I saw the face of my mom and I saw the face of my other sister at that time 
when the doctor had came out of the operating room and told, asked us, what did we want to do? Take off the life support or keep her going? And our faith for me, I said, well, if it's God's will, he's going to take her. If it's not his will, he will keep her. So, you know, so we, I went along in that premise, but we didn't have to make that decision. God made it for us. Oh, that's good. So I'm sure as we share this uh, story this evening, you two are going to probably relive a lot of what you guys actually went through and, and our hearts go out to you. Sorry. Our hearts thank really God. go out to you. And I thank you for that. And I receive it. And uh, I, I, When I look at you, survivor, Mm-hmm. I see hope for a lot of people. It doesn't stop here. Right. So um, that does my heart good. Even though I went through the tragic moment, I see that there is a positive outcome. So yeah. thank you. Yes. Because yeah. I watched my wife literally go from death to life. Mm-hmm. And now I'm experiencing her going to, like Jesus said, life more abundant. And we saw so many but God moments and the suddenly of God moments take place throughout this whole journey that there's we have to turn to him and say it was God. There was a supernatural, miraculous intervention that took place throughout her journey. And as we share this story this evening, you will you will see the but God moments And, and to say that, you know, we're spiritual supermen and women. No, no, we're far yeah. from it. And my wife often says, she says, I'm an ordinary girl who serves an extraordinary God. Oh, wow. I love that. So yeah. if you want me to start, I can, I'll, yeah. I'll start first because my wife does not remember the first 28 days. Okay. Yes. So if uh, 2022 was a big year for us, we're high school sweethearts. So in April of 2022, we celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary. In May, I turned 60. In July, Robin turned 60. And then just a short few weeks after that, she suffered the brain aneurysm. So I was at work. And I had, I work about 30 miles from our home. And when I got there, I noticed that I had a uh, voicemail message. And when I listened to it, it was Robin and she was crying. And she said, I think I'm having a stroke. Mm-hmm. I've called my sister. She's on the way. So you will see so many, pers- how God was had to have all the eyes dotted. All the T's crossed because, you know, when it comes to aneurysms, seconds count. Mm -hmm. So there she was. She had to know all that something was going on and something was wrong. She not only called me, she called her sister-in-law or my sister-in-law, her sister, Wendy. Then we found out later she even called the hospital because this is she works at this particular hospital and she said, I won't be able to come in to work today. I'm having what I think is a stroke. Mm-hmm. So when I arrived at the ER where she actually works, so the ambulance drivers knew her. Her co-workers knew that she was coming to the hospital. So when I arrived there, I was met by her nurse and my sister-in-law. And the nurse said, 
We believe your wife is having a brain bleed. A helicopter has been dispatched. And she was at that time getting a CT scan. So when they brought her back to the room, we found out later that the emergency doctor, and he's a traveling emergency doctor, this was his first day at Waynesboro Hospital. We found out when he saw the scan, he said to the nurse, he said, this is bad. This is really bad. So when they brought her back into the ER room, she was in a lot of pain. And and it was shortly after that, she leaves out this blood curling yell and she just goes into a coma. So her nurse, she comes running past me and she makes an announcement. She says, respiratory stat room seven. And then that's announced over the intercom well, her co-workers now know Robin is in room seven and there's a scat or a stat respiratory. So they're getting concerned. And I would say probably about seven or eight people just came charging into the room and just converged on her. Well, it caused me to get pushed back into the corner and All I could think to do was just stretch out my hand towards my wife and begin to pray. I pray in the spirit. So I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. okay. We we pray in the spirit. So I'm Mm -hmm. there as loud as I can. And I'm just praying in the spirit. Mm -hmm. So copter arrived as they were taking her out. One of the nurses even came up to me. And she said, excuse me, sir. She said, could you tell me what kind of prayer that was you were praying? Mm -hmm. And I said, ma'am, I don't know. I was just allowing the Holy Spirit to pray through me. Mm -hmm. So we saw the helicopter take off. And um, it it was about a 60-mile drive from from that hospital to the next hospital. And as my sister-in-law and I are driving, I received this phone call and you could hear the urgency on the other end. And they said, we are in a fatal situation and we are doing everything we can to keep your wife alive on the operating table. Well, we come to find out this emergency room doctor, he too was in contact off and on with the surgery team. And they told him, they said, we just don't think we can pull her through this. It's there. We just don't think she's going to make it. So he went to Robin's boss and told her. So Robin's boss got all her coworkers together there in the, in the hospital and said, they don't think Robin's going to survive. They, it's just too bad. So all the girls are there. They're crying trying to wait on people and everything. But I had this authority and I say something, but we know it was someone. And this authority rose up on the end. So out loud, I said, in the name of Jesus, I command the spirit of death to leave that operating room now. And then once again, Mm -hmm. I just began to pray in my heavenly language. And you could tell it was like a violent prayer was going on. And Mm -hmm. and my sister-in-law, she's not used to this kind of stuff. So when I met her at the hospital, I said to her, I said, her name's Wendy. I said, Wendy, 
You're going to hear some things you probably don't understand, but I have to do what I have to do. And we still had about a 45 minute drive to the hospital. So when we arrived there, we were met by the receptionist and she said, you have the best of the best working on your wife right now. And, and as we said earlier, you know, we're thinking, okay, God, you're dotting all the I's, you're crossing all the T's, you know, days, weeks, months, but it was even years before that. Because think about it, when that surgeon was in his mother's womb, <laughs> God the spot, he was depositing the giftings, the anointings, the callings that one day my daughter is going to be suspended between life and death. And you're going to be called upon to be part of this story. So that just blows my mind when I, I think about that. Mm -hmm. So sure enough, my sister-in-law, she went in one direction. I went in the other direction and we just started calling families, our churches, and just started, we need Robin to be prayed for. We come to find out this girl was on so many prayer apps, prayer chains, prayer wheels. She was being prayed in Florida, Georgia, Texas. We have no idea how all these people, but they were rallying. And it says we can come boldly to the throne of God Amen. where we can obtain grace and mercy in our time of need. And Robin was in a time of need where she needed his grace and his mercy. And we just believe that the people literally took her and walked her into his that throne room and laid her right on the altar and said, God, we yes. need a miracle. And it was kind of interesting that one of our intercessors, she sent uh, one of the gentlemen from our church a text, and he sent it to me. It says, this is not unto death, but this mm -hmm. is to the glory of God. Mm -hmm. I took that personally, and I ran with it. Hallelujah. Amen. So Amen. after the surgery, the, the surgeon came out, and he said, your wife survived. He said, we go by a severity chart of one to five, with five being the most severe. He said, your wife was at the top of the five. Mm -hmm. He said, when somebody is presented at a five, he said, one third will die before they get to the hospital. Mm -hmm. He said, another third will die on my operating table. And he said, those who do survive, he said, a third of them will leave this hospital permanently disabled. Yes. So mm -hmm. she spent the next 42 days in the hospitals. She was in ICU 23 days. She was in and out of comas, on and off life support. And I remember when I first went into her room, she had so many IVs sticking out of her and she was on life support. And they had it shaving her head up the middle and they put a plastic tube draining blood into this bag. I took one look at her. I, I'll try not to get emotional, but it, it, it comes back at times. Yeah. And I turned to the wall and I just began to sob because I thought to myself, that's not my wife. That's not who just a few hours ago I said, bye, love you, see you tonight. 
Right. So the next day, one of the members of the surgery team came in and it was a woman and, and she pointed at Robin and she said, that lady should not be lying there. It was that bad. And out of her own mouth, she said, it truly is a miracle. Yes. And so, I mean, we just saw so much of but God. And and I did not sit at my wife's bedside begging, pleading, making deals with God. I sat as a son. I co-labored with my father. I was calling those things that be not as if they were day after day after day. I was every day I would go in there. I would just speak light, light, abundance, acceleration of healing, asking for his kingdom to manifest, asking for kingdom realities to manifest in her body. There were times when she was in a comb in comas, I would take music videos and I would hold it up to her ears, knowing that her physical body wasn't responding. But I believe with all my heart that her spiritual man was hearing those words and those mm -hmm. lyrics and those, that of those mm -hmm. Christian artists and everything. Mm -hmm. So what other things that happened was I get this was a Wednesday Saturday night. The uh, surgery team came back in and they said, we are going to be entering into what we call a, it's, it's a 14 day window where anything and everything can go wrong. Well, she, at that point, she was doing so well. And honestly, it went in one ear and out the other because I'm like, this girl isn't even going to be in here 14 days and all that mm -hmm. stuff. But sure enough, it is. They were right on. I my place of business was so gracious to me. She was up in York Hospital for 32 days. They let me off every day that I could make the hour and 20 minutes, the hour and 30 minute one way drive. I did that every day, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And um, so on a Tuesday after that, I, I've got my first phone call and I could get a phone call any time of the day or night driving to driving from. So I'm driving to the hospital this Tuesday morning and I receive a phone call and they said, your wife is having a, a basal spasm, they called it. And, and they explained to me that what they needed to do was an emergency procedure called an angiogram to calm the, the spasm down. Because if not, she could suffer a stroke and then that would probably have been it. So so when she came out of that, that Tuesday, she said to the nurse, she said, I have double vision. And they said, that's part of this medication my wife had double vision for over three months. She wow. suffered double vision. But God, we saw the but gods. I mean, she, uh, mm -hmm. people would ask her because she was always had double vision. And they said to her, are you nauseous? Is your stomach, do you feel like your stomach? She's like, no, I just have double vision. So then Wednesday, a couple that we know, they came to visit her. 
And I noticed her heart rate started to go up. It went to 110, mm. 120, 130. And then all the bells and the whistles started going off. And they come, you know, rushing in. And, and, that w- and then while she was in there, she got pneumonia. So there was another time they had to put a chest tube in her. And, and I remember the one Sunday I, I went in there. And as I walked in, they were converging on her. And one of the nurses said, hey, Gary's here. So one of the staff members took me by the arm and led me to the conference room. And you guys know when you're led to a conference room, it's not for good news. So he said to me, he said, uh, your wife, her heart rate has been over 140 all night long. And she is really struggling with the pneumonia and, and everything else that's happening with her. And we believe we're going to have to put her on life support. So he, they gave her another couple hours. They had like a CPAC on her that was forcing mm-hmm. air into it. And you nice. could just hear the, the whooshing sound as it went in. So sure enough, a couple hours went by and they had to once again put her on the life support. And, and she was on that again for six days. So the following Saturday night or Saturday, they said, we're going to take this life support off and see if she can breathe on her own. And we'll just give it a try and see what happens. Well, sure enough, they took it off. Things were going well. She's breathing on her own. You know, it's like I left the hospital that evening pretty like excited, like, oh, good. She's breathing on her own. So 20 after nine, I get a phone call and it's a surgeon and they said, we have to do another angiogram because she's having another severe. And my wife wouldn't have just a spasm. She would have severe spasms. Mm. So Mm -hmm. I said to him, I said, well, sir, she just got off of life support. Are you going to have to put her back on? And he said, well, we're going to do our best not to have to do that. So needless to say, that Saturday night was a very restless, tossing and turning night. So when I got there the the Sunday, um, he was over her and he was moving her arm and it was just her right arm and it just kept flopping and flopping and flopping. And, and he's using medical terminology that I, it was just going over my head. Mm-hmm. So when he left, the nurse came up to me and, and she put her arm on my shoulder and she said, I'm sorry to inform you, but your wife has been compromised on her right side. And she said, as bad as it is, she will never regain full strength or mobility. Mm-hmm. So there my wife's becoming a statistic. And, and I said to the lady, I said, well, ma'am, I believe in the power of prayer. And this lady said, I'm a Christian also, and I too believe in the power of prayer. So I said to her, I said, well, why don't you get on one side? I'll get on the other side. Let's just pray about it. Mm-hmm. So that evening, as I'm pulling into the our driveway, this is as close to an audible voice that I've ever heard. It was so strong and resounding in my spirit. And I heard these words, whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe man's report? Or are you going to believe my report and my word? I just started bawling right there, holding the steering wheel of the car. I'm just bawling like a baby. 
And out loud, I said, I choose to believe your report and your word. So the next day I mm-hmm. go up and I go into her room and her eyes are actually blinking for like the first time in six days. I mean, she's making eye contact with me. Now, she can't speak very well because when they pulled the life support tubes out, it kind of messed up her vocal cords right. for a while. So this same doctor comes in, he goes, well, how do you think your wife looks today? I said, well, she looks a lot better than she did 24 hours ago. And he said, you know what? I think she does too. No sooner did he say that Robin throws her right arm up over her head. Mm. And the gentleman begins to chuckle. And he said, okay, now she's just showing off. This lady has full strength, full strength, full mobility. Hallelujah. Everything works. works. Amen. Amen. And I remember uh, when they were given those statistics earlier, I thought to myself, I thought, she's not a statistic to me. She's my wife. She's my companion. She's my best friend. And most importantly, she's a child of the most high God. So you can throw Mm -hmm. statistics out the window. Mm -hmm. But it's Mm -hmm. like I said, it's just incredible what we saw. So back in April, we had a a follow up with him and he said, we want to do an outpatient procedure where I will go in and I will administer dye into the blood vessels of her brain to make sure everything's flowing okay. And and we looked at each other and we're like, really? It's like (laughs) all the holes have healed up. And you want to take this chance because he he listed all, you know, the eight or nine things that could go wrong. And that's all I heard the rest of the time he spoke was what could go wrong. Right. So he said, yes, we really need to do that. So it was about maybe 10 days later, we went back to the hospital. He did the procedure. She flying collars. I mean, just incredible. The, the surgeon, he came into the room. He said, hey, lady, I got great news. He said, there is no signs of an aneurysm. It is totally gone. He took her off all medication and everything. So then in May, we had a follow-up to that. Well, this is when it, the rubber really met the road because he said, as bad as you were, he said the death rate is 90%. He said, in most cases, I am transitioning the body from life to death. I'm basically just making the individual as comfortable as I can till they pass. And then he said, but in your case, it was nothing short of miraculous. And mm-hmm. and we have a new saying in our household. Uh, some of the girls that she worked with, they got us matching T-shirts. It says, but God. Ah, I saw the but God moments. And I I literally watched the supernatural, miraculous intervention of God take place throughout her journey. And we just have story after story after story of just 
while we were there, we were able to minister to people. We were able to prophesy into people's lives and speak prophetically into them. And people say, they go, well, Gary, how could you do that with your wife as in bad as shape as as she was? And I, I, the scripture that came to mind, it says, we have to be in season and out of season because you never know when something or someone will need a word of God. And I'll just real quickly tell you just one story. One of our intercessors came up to pray for Robin. And when they would come in and, and clean my wife up and do whatever they had, you know, that the tidy up, I would always yeah. leave the room because I'm not good with smells. Yeah. So being in the hospital for 32 days in this hospital, I knew all the nooks, all the crannies, all the hallways. So I told our intercessor, I said, hey, come on, let's go down this hallway. I know where we can actually sit on a windowsill and we can just wait till, you know, give them 10, 15 minutes and she'll be all cleaned up, smell good. We go back. <laughs> so as we're sitting there, we see this patient come walking down the hall and she has her portable IV. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's walking slowly and everything. And, and as she gets to us, I, I said to her, I said, ma'am, you're doing such a good job. And she paused and she said, I'm trying. So she took another couple steps and I just began to say, ma'am, I just speak the blessing of God over you. I just speak life into you. Well, this lady stopped in her tracks, turned around came over and planted her head in my chest and just started sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. Mm -hmm. So this intercessor and I, we just began to speak into her life, telling Mm -hmm. her, you know, you're a daughter of the most high God. We just speak abundance into you. And we just kept doing this and doing this. And then when we were done, she looked up and she said, I have never walked down this hallway until today and i said ma'am you just encountered a god Mm -hmm. moment and she she was just beaming and she she turned around she said you know what i might as well go back to my room i got what i needed (laughs) but see that's where it's at we just don't know when those opportunities come and it's just let me let my wife talk I I think the main the main thing that we really want people to understand is Jesus Christ is our hope. He is he is the bottom line. He is I mean he still heals like he always did like the Bible says he did. He hasn't changed one bit. He cares about us. He loves us. He knows everything that's going on and he is still in control of everything. Yep. He is absolutely amazing. He's my saving grace yes. is what he is. And he can be anybody's saving grace. Yeah. And you, it's just, I don't, he's just amazing. Absolutely. And amazing. I tell you what, I am so proud of this lady here. She did not bellyache. She did not complain. She did not say, woe is me. Why did God allow this to happen? Her faith became more resolved. And I'm telling you, this lady, there's something oozing out of her. 
And I believe it's a resurrection power of Jesus Christ because we saw the resurrection power flowing in this body that statistically and naturally speaking, she should not be here. So, and, and our other thing is, this is not just for what we believe, you know, the select few, but this is for whosoever will come and drink of this ancient well of healing, which is Jesus Christ. And, and that's our heart's desire is to just spread this word, to encourage people, to edify people, to let them know in a world that seems to be so much chaos right now yeah. and little hope that there is a God who is in control yeah. and hang on because Papa's coming. Papa's <laughs> coming. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, one of the things I'd like to say is, um, you know, because I, I went through that experience through my, you know, my late husband. Um, he unfortunately, you know, was one of the statistics. He lasted three days on life support. And he was so um, because it was it, it was in the brainstem where he had the aneurysm. Um, they told me that he would be brain dead, you know, if he did survive. Mm -hmm. They couldn't even do surgery on him because, um, you know, it was so critical at the time. So I'm telling you that, you know, he, God really did a miracle on Robin because what the statistics, statistics the doctor told you are, are, you know, correct. And the thing was, you know, I was a nurse. When, when, you know, when he collapsed, they took him to the hospital. And, and when I got there, he was already comatose, yeah. you know, and, and he lasted three days in, in, in life support. And that was one of the things that his blood pressure will go up, it will go down and they would give him medicine to bring it down. Then they had to give him medicine to bring it back up. And eventually, you know, it was a up, up and down, up and down. They left him alone. Because they said, whatever we do, it seems to you know, contradict whatever we do. And, you know, one of the things I am, you know, very grateful to God at that point. And, um, you know, Miss Polly Pureheart said, too, with her sister, was that I did not have to make the determination to take them off the life support. You Absolutely. Know? Because, yeah. you know, I, I that I, as being a nurse, I've had patients have to make that decision and it's very hard it's very hard to do and you know you you want to have hope all the way through and I and I was a Christian at the time you know I've been a Christian for a very long time so to me in that sense also even though I lost him you know I lost my husband and he's the father of my kids I was it, to me, it was also a blessing that I didn't have to, you know, make that choice, make that decision, because you never know, you know, later on, you might have doubts whether I did the right thing, wrong thing, whatever. But uh, that's a very impressive story that, um, you know, you guys have. And one of the things I did, uh, are we going to questions now, ladies? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, because we have some questions for you. <laughs> sure. 
But, uh, you know, one of the questions I had, um, you know, how, how has this miraculous recovery impacted your testimony and relationships with family and, and friends? You know, I know you mentioned a little bit, but, you know, like once you got home and, and all that transpired, how has that kind of, um, you know, impacted you guys? I'll let you go yeah, first. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I know, I mean, with what we saw, I mean, my faith just exploded. And 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 like in my work and everything, the first few days I came back, you know, they're like, wow, you went through the ringer and all that stuff. And it, it's like, but God, they they always knew where I stood with my relationship with the Lord. And it really strengthened my relationship with the Lord. And our relationship before was incredible. I mean, but now it's it's even gone to another level. I mean, yeah. I love this girl with all my heart. And, and we have been best friends for so many years. And I know one thing that was ironic was when we first got home, I was so emotional about everything it seemed like we'd be watching a hallmark movie i would be bawling like a baby and my wife would look over and said what's wrong with you i, go, I don't know i don't know and, so, and then when we got to to share our testimony at our church that was back in november and it was so fresh and it, I mean, almost the whole time, I probably cried almost the whole time just sharing, you know, what God had done and everything. And I know with her, a lot of her co-workers who aren't believers, mm. she, you can tell them how you've had the opportunity to to just and share. They, I mean, and they, they know with working in the hospital that that kind of thing just don't happen. And really, I was to the point where medically they would not have been able to fix me. I mean, even the surgeon will say it was just so bad. So without a touch from God, I would not be here today. Right. And I'm not afraid, you know, I tell whether they're Christian or not Christian. And they're great about it. Don't get me wrong. They're great about it. Right. right. I mean, without God. And this man was my saving grace. I mean, when you when you think of how he came and prayed for me and really i mean that was just awesome of what he had to go through i don't remember it so yeah. <laughs> i don't remember it so i'm glad she doesn't remember it because it was hard yeah. i mean there was i had to make some really tough decisions and there was days mm -hmm. i went in there i mean i felt like my back was up against the wall mm -hmm. because the one time they said because of her heart going so high well we got to get a cardiologist in here we believe you know sh her heart may have been damaged and then there was a night i was driving home and i received a phone call and they said we believe she's having a brain or a bleed in her stomach we need to do it would you pr give us permission i'm like i mean that was like four or five things this one particular day and i remember pulling into the driveway and I called my uh, sister-in-law and I said, Wendy, if I have to make one more decision today, I don't know what I'm going to do. And there was times I would come home 
And you know, the enemy, he's there. Yes. So I would come home and it would be so quiet in here. And I'd be so physically, emotionally, even spiritually exhausted that I would sit on my chair and then the enemy would be like, did God really say, you know, and then, and it's like, this, this is your new normal. Listen, how quiet it is. You're, you're never going to see her again. And the tears mm. would just flow and flow and flow. And, but it was during those times where you had to reach out to your brothers and your sisters. I would text them. I would call them and say, hey, I need prayer. And they would pray for me. They And, and we really believe in declarations and decrees we have a prophetic lifestyle to where we do call those things that be not as if it was yes and and that that played such an important part in this journey that we kept calling we and then once you started seeing the manifestation of it taking place and how your faith is connected and it's like oh my goodness what god but God, because I remember there was a day I was, this is going to be funny. I was sitting there, and I'm, I'm holding my wife's hand, and she's in that comatose state. And I'm just rubbing her hand. And I literally felt a tangible, like a love starting from the top of my head flowing the whole way through my body down to my feet. Mm-hmm. I'm weeping. I felt an explosion of love for my wife that it's like, how can I love her anymore? So I'm texting a gentleman from church and I'm there crying. I'm like, I'm just, my love for my wife has just exploded. And then, then I get this picture of the Grinch, remember it says, and his heart grew 10 times bigger that day. And that's how I felt. I just felt like this, oh, it was just an incredible feeling. And I remember another time when I was so tired and weary and, and I was just sitting there. I felt like somebody put their 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 hand on my shoulder And I turned around to look to see who had walked in the room and nobody was there. And then every hair on your body begins to stand up and you know it's God giving you that strength, that energy, that endurance. Because we look back, it's like, how does a human being do that without the supernatural, abundant grace of God being poured into their life. And and that's exactly what happened. Amen. 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 I don't know if you guys got any more questions. I have some more, but go ahead. (laughs) I'll give you guys a chance to... (laughs) Well, Professor Gigi asked the question um, just now. It's close to what I said. Um, I was going to ask how... As your faith, how your faith was lifted after you witnessed the supernatural power of God. But I'll go to the second question. How did your prayer life change after all of this? It really changed because I, like I said before, we we always were, you know, decreers, declares, prophesying, 
And, and now, I mean, the I'm like, come on, let's pray for somebody. That's how we feel now. And, and we just speak over them. I speak over them the way I spoke over my wife. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, we're, we're excited to see what God is doing. That, 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 like I said, this is not just for a select few. We believe that this is for whosoever will. And Amen. when the Lord gives us the opportunity to, to pray for somebody, to speak into somebody's life, we want to do that. And, and we saw it so many times throughout the different hospitals she was in, how we were able to, to, to pray. We prayed for people. We, I took her, when she went out of York, that was 32 days, she moved to Chambersburg in the rehab center. I would take her in a wheelchair and we would go into people's rooms and pray for them and say, can we pray for you? Because what was so ironic was I saw this lady in York and I kept, we kept kind of like meeting in the hallway and everything. So when Raman goes to Chambersburg, this lady gets out of the elevator. I said, ma'am, were you up in York? She said, yes, my husband had brain trauma. Well, we come to find out he was only two doors down. So the one day when she was coming out of the out of the elevator and I was coming to go, I said, would you mind if Robin and I would come and pray for your husband? And she just broke down in tears and she said, oh, we would just love that. So we went and we prayed and we declared and we decreed and we asked for the angelic. I mean, we believe in the angelic, that, that they're there, you know, that they're ministering spirits sent forth yes. to minister unto That's us. Right. You will inherit salvation. Every night before I would leave, I would ask the angelic to stand guard over oh. the four posts of her bed and be like sentries. And I would say, do not allow any darkness to come into this room. I would ask for a portal of glory to be over her bed that the angelic could ascend and descend, ministering to her. That's where we live. (laughs) That's That's who we are. And we can't, we cannot not be that. And when you see this, it just puts more fire in your bones and in your belly and in your, in your speech. And you're like, let's go for this because we saw it. So it was a long answer to your question. (laughs) You probably can already see that this guy, when he starts talking about the Lord, he can go off because I love talking about the Lord. I love talking about the Lord. And, and I believe and when it comes to the prophetic, we don't see right now. We see the future of somebody, and that's what we declare and decree. Amen. I could have stayed at that place Amen. where Robin was at, but I didn't see her there. I that's saw right. her Amen. down the road, and that's why I would call those things that be not as yes. if it is. And that's why... The prophetic is so important in this day and age because we see the future. 
we, we, we try to encourage, we try to edify, we try to strengthen, we try to build up and we try to, all we're doing is basically confirming what's already on somebody's heart. Amen. We are pulling out the treasure that's in somebody. We're just treasure hunters. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> amen, amen. <laughs> I hear, I hear, I always make the statement that Jesus and me will recognize the Jesus in you. Yeah. Amen. And I definitely recognize it here. And I, 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 I see your faith and I see your, your, your passion for Christ. I just see it. It's just oozing out of, if it could come out the screen and sit next to me. It, it be here. Um, well, I tell you what, before we're done, we're going to pray for you ladies. So. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I will pray for you guys too. Yes. I will pray. Yes. And um, I notice, you know, when you're in certain situations, God puts you in certain situations so that you could come out and be the mouthpiece for what He has done for you. Exactly. This ordeal with your wife, how was your faith then compared to where it is now? Um, we always had the faith. I mean, we we. That's just who we are. I mean, because some people say, well, what don't get me wrong. Emotions are there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, there was it was at times, as I'm sure you can understand, a roller coaster ride emotionally. Right. Right. But but that's like when we got to the hospital, there was nothing inside of me that was like, I'm scared. My wife passed away. If if the surgeon would have came out and said, I'm sorry, we did everything we can, but we just couldn't pour through, I would have been surprised because I know what was I was feeling on the inside. I know what came over me, that whole the Holy Spirit. And and like I said, right now, our faith has just, I mean, it went up an octave. I mean, it's it's like if he can do that for us who are yes. ordinary people, we don't stand behind a pulpit. We don't, you know, we're not public speakers. We tell people we're not public speakers. We don't stand behind the pulpit. All we can do is speak from our heart. I just want us to open our mouth and let the Holy Spirit come right behind us. Amen. And let him, we just want to be a mouth peace for God. We have no idea where this will take us. We are open because think about it. Not too many people survive. Why did Robin survive? There has to be a purpose. There has to be a calling because Amen. both her and I, we do not want to a year from now, two years from now, Three years from now, say, oh, wasn't that a nice story that God, we want this to become a springboard to see more and more healings in the body of Christ, because we believe in signs, wonders, and miracles. Amen. And there's a, the movie that said, if you build it, they will come. If you talk about signs, wonders, miracles, if you talk about the angelic, if you talk about the supernatural, if you build a platform for that, it will come. Amen. It will come. And guess what? I believe, she believes, I'm sure you, I can tell you ladies believe 
the supernatural will come. Amen. That's right. Amen. And here's Amen. a question from the dude who is my husband who's not here. Oh, okay. So that's your husband. <laughs> yes. Dude, yeah, he sent me an email. He said, I got a couple questions for you. So. And I think you've answered uh, one of them, but I, I, this is probably, I think I probably know the answer to this and you probably answered it. Was your faith ever tested to the breaking point in this ordeal? It was absolutely, it was tested. Those days, like I said, when that, when the enemy would come in yes. and did God say, oh, that was tested. Mm -hmm. Those days when you were driving up there, receiving phone calls, saying this or saying that needed to be done. I remember one time I walked into her room. She wasn't there. And I'm like, where's my wife? I mean, all the, the electricity stuff was and all the tubes. It was just hanging off the wall. And I mean, I, you know, for that moment, you're like, where's my wife? Right. So, you know, I would go, I was like, where's my wife? And it's like, well, we felt she was having another spasm. So we took her down and but everything was okay but yes it would i would be lying to you if i didn't say it wasn't tested but was it also stretched <laughs> that's the thing was it stretched and i'm one of those people that believe when you go through something and you get on the other side that gives you authority over what you went through because that's right the going through the process is hell at times, if I may say so. Yeah. And, but if you hold on and you keep your eyes focused on God, and it doesn't matter, sometimes yeah. we're human, we're going to veer to the right, we're going to veer to the to the yeah. left, but you have that Holy Spirit behind you saying, this is the way to go. This is the way to go. When yeah. you do that, I'm, I have seen in many, many cases, people who have overcome depression now are leading people out of depression. People mm -hmm. who have been addicted to drugs or alcohol yes. who have been delivered are now in that place of authority to say, I know what you've been through. Mm -hmm. And you ladies know what we've been through. You've been through it. And now that we're on the other side of this, Yes. I believe you can have the authority because now when we hear, like we live really close to the hospital. When we hear a helicopter before it was like, oh, it's a helicopter. Now we pause and we pray because Amen. we know that that helicopter is there because of an emergency. They're not there for a joy ride. So we just begin to, you know, to pray for that individual because, and the family members, man, the family members go through a lot. I mean, we go through a lot and most, a lot of people don't know what we go through, but God does. Mm -hmm. And and one neat thing I'll, I'll, I don't want to hold you guys up was she, like I said, she doesn't remember the first 28 days. Mm -hmm. She wanted so badly to go by, back and visit the ICU nurses and to thank them because those men and women took such good care of this woman. And they, they took care of her physical needs. 
they took care of my emotional needs. They would let me cry on their shoulders. And when we went back, she was like a kid in a candy store. And you tell well, them how it was like. Well, I, well they um, actually, the ICU nurses, they took care of me 24-7 for 23 days. I mean, and I did not remember any of them. I mean, I would have talked to them and I just don't remember any of that. Um, right. There's still a couple of them I hadn't, haven't met yet, but we'll, we're still trying to meet that, them. Yes. Yeah, because of what, what they did. And I had called the um, ICU, their manager, and said that we were coming in a couple of days. Is there any way that I could come and meet these ladies? But there yeah. was a couple of men also. I haven't met them yet. Um, and she said, absolutely. They even had some of the nurses come in on their day off when mm -hmm. we were coming and I, that just, I, they were, I just told them, I didn't even know how to thank them for what they did for me. I hugged them. We prayed for them. I mean, I cried and I, and I, he, he cries all the time. I, and I, I, I can't help it. And but that was one of the best days ever. Yeah. So we're still trying to meet the yes. other ones I haven't met yet, but Till, till we were done there, we were all holding hands in a circle in the ICU unit, just praying. praying. And I don't mean a regular prayer. Yeah. I mean, it was a, you know, go God. Get yeah, it. it was. And, a, it was, and yeah. I just, I don't, I just cannot. Number one, I can't thank God enough for what he did. Yes. Amen. I mean, it, it, he just amazes me. And mm. why he did that for me, I, I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. I am just very ordinary, very plain. But I know who my God is. I just I know who my God is. I love him more than Amen. anything. And Amen. I just want people to understand that, oh my gosh, I mean, you are never alone. Never, ever alone. He knows your situation. He cares about it. He is gonna show up. You are never alone. Jesus yes. Christ is with you every minute of every day. And at the very mention of his name, he shows up. Right. That's, that's, right. Just, that's just who he is. And it's amazing. I mean, our God is absolutely, absolutely amazing. And I just, yeah. I, I don't even know how to thank him enough. <laughs> I really don't. Well, I mean, I think the, I, one I, thing, I, the one thing in my prayer life, though, is Thanksgiving. Yes. I mean, when you think about it, he gives us the very breath yeah. that keeps us living. I mean, he gives us that. And this girl me. is a worshiper. She oh, loves her yeah. worship, worship music. Oh, my. I'll come home sometimes. It sounds like there's a concert going on. <laughs> she has a crown. Or I'll get in the car. I'll turn the car on. It's like, oh, my goodness, does she have this radio blaring? But that's who she is. And, and God is God is just she's so the worshiper. Good. I'm the I'm the guy in the word. I'm a word guy. I love the word and I, I believe in that. And he's word. a talker. And I'm a talker. Miss <laughs> <laughs> oh Polly, you have anything more that you want to share? It's just it's just touching because I went through an ordeal where it was life or death for me and uh me being a nurse, I was in that situation where the only thing I could think was I flooded my 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 sensory with worship music, prayers. 
I was listening to everything to saturate my mind because I didn't want to think, I didn't want nursing knowledge to creep in to what was going on with me. And it, even from the beginning of the diagnosis to going through uh, what the doctors were saying, cause they were talking Charlie Brown to me. It was like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. I wasn't hearing anything. I didn't want to hear it, but I knew that I had to keep my eye on him. I knew that, I knew that, I knew that. Regardless of what I had to, cause he was the only one that was going to get me out of this. And I just kept my eyes and I kept concentrating on him all the way up into the operating room. I didn't know what was going to happen. They didn't know what was going to happen until they got in. And I just, I just, I just, I just, he, he gave me a piece that surpassed all understanding, but mm -hmm. I still had the human part still trying to creep in, but I had the piece kind of overwhelmed that human part that was trying to keep creep in and all the way in and all the way out. I'm, I'm feeling around. No, I thought everything was removed and I feel, I, I'm, I'm thinking, do I have anything left? That was the first thing that came to my mind. I was fearful then out of recovery. Uh, but then um, I, I said, okay, I'm okay there. And then I was rolled back to the room and the doctor said, everything's clear. Everything was fine. And, you know, I went into a, I, I was sedated. I know, I don't know how I raised up off that, that, <laughs> that cart to give praise to God. I just start crying and bawling out. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I've been thanking Jesus every since. It does not mm -hmm. stop. It's nonstop. Wherever I can tell my story, I'm a testimony. I am the living testimony of what God has done can do and has done for me. So when I get a chance to spread that word and give that word and God speak boldly through me, cause sometimes I don't even know the words to say, but speak through me so that I may deliver it to someone. So that's why I'm crazy for the Lord, crazy prayer ladies. We're, we're yeah. on fire for God. For God. Yeah. We're on, that's the reason Amen. for the crazy prayer ladies. Amen, Amen to that. <laughs> uh, uh, one more question, um, Gary, if you permit. I, now that, you know, and it came up because of this conversation we're having, uh, are have you guys ever thought of maybe that could be a hospital ministry for you guys? You know, like going through to hospitals and praying wow. for people there, you know, who are sick. And, you know, I know there's chaplains and priests yes. or whatever that go to, you know, that are yes. in the hospitals and go. But I think. I it, it just came to me. Maybe that's what you know he wants you guys to do. Hey, we we are open to whatever mm -hmm. the Lord wants us to do. And if that would be that, if that would be Amen. we just want to minister to people. And mm -hmm. and that's what you know. I'm glad you said that. We're we're laid out before the Lord and say, Hey Lord, yeah. here we are. You let us know, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. what direction you want us to go and you know, because you you said about the testimony in the Hebraic, the word testimony, one of the root words is he'll do it again. Hey. That's Amen. why it's so important to Amen. get our testimonies because it's telling people he did it for me. He yes. did it for you. He'll do it again. Amen. And we just Amen. thank you so much for allowing us to come on your show. We're honored. We we really are. And, and, and we're humbled. We're humbled. We are too. 
I mean, Very really, good. the Lord just, he humbles us. And it's like, mm. that's where we want to stay. We want to stay at a place mm. of humility and a place of honor. That Amen. this is all God. He, I was just on the front line. That was my pet place was on the front line. But God. But God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You, um, this is so we are um let me say this. We are so honored to have you guys. And yes. I know it's just like you, we are crazy for God, and you guys are crazy for God too. And um <laughs> let me say this. We this is one of the interviews where I, I see the, the prophetic because that's where my feel is and my my gift is in, and you guys talking the decrease, calling those things as though they are, and you know, we we are just honor this it's it really Amen. touched me i was crying because i was soaking in because we learn from each other time to time when we somebody sometimes when god speaks through them we learn and tonight i've learned so much and i know you said you want to pray with us do you want to go first or you want us to go first if it's all right can we go first would you sure. mind if, if Definitely. Father, we just thank you Amen. so much for this opportunity mm. Father, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I am in all of you. Yes. And I thank you for this, these precious ladies and dude. And Lord, I thank you for the ministry that you have given to them, that they are going across the airways and that they are speaking, they are declaring, they are praying Amen. who their God is. And I thank you for that. I thank you for Jesus Christ. Amen. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. And I just speak right now to each one of these ladies and to everyone who will listen to this podcast. Lord, I just speak your life, your Amen. light, your abundance, your acceleration, that if there is anybody whose body needs to be touched, if there is someone mm -hmm. who needs a but God moment, a yeah. suddenly of God moment transpire in their lives or in their family's lives, that Lord, by faith, they will be encouraged edified, strengthened, and that they will reach out just like that lady with the issue of blood. She said, if I can just touch yes. the hem, the tassels of his garment, I will be healed. Amen. And we can speak the yeah. healing virtue of Jesus yes. Christ right now through this podcast. Yeah. They will go through the airways that these ladies will get testimony after testimony after testimony yeah. of lives being touched, yeah. lives being healed, lives being delivered, yeah. set free. Yeah made whole and that people will come under the protection of our father because that yes. is the zozo life that yes. you said we could have you said whoever yes. calls upon the name of the lord shall be saved and it's so much more than just salvation yes. it is that healing it yes. is that deliverance it is that being made whole and coming under your protection and I just speak a blessing upon each one of these ladies and upon dude right now. May they sense the tangible presence. May they sense the Shekinah glory entering yes. in 
to their place right now. May they have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. May they have dreams and visions, angelic encounters. May the prophetic that is in each one of them become like a well and that river of living water flow through them and out of them and touching other people. And we ask it all in the name and the nature of Jesus Christ. And you are, yes, 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 amen, amen to your word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, do you want to go for pray? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pray after Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we give you honor, Father. We give you glory, Father, for you are the only one that deserves all honor and all glory, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity, Father, that you have put uh, Gary and Robin before us, Father. Thank you for the for the testimony that you have given them, Father. Even though they have gone through the trials, through the waters, through the fires of tribulation, Lord, you have brought them out to the other side. Just like Gary said, Father, we, when we go through all the tribulations and the problems and the issues that we go through, Father, you refine us like gold, Father. You take out all the impurities, Father, Mm -hmm. that are in us, Father, and you make us Mm. pliable. You make us soft. You make us, Father, uh, able to be a witness to all of those around us, Father. We thank you for the opportunity you have given us Mm. with uh, Gary and Robin. We ask you, Father, that you, Father, put in their hearts whatever it is that you want them to do, Father. If it's going to the hospitals and testifying about what you have done for Robin, Lord, and 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 what you're doing in their in their lives right now, Father, I give you, I ask you that you give them clarity, Father. Yes. That you open up their hearts, their minds, their mm. spirits, Father, mm. for whatever you have for them going forward, Lord. Absolutely. We know that. Lord, when we put ourselves in your hands, when we allow your Holy Spirit, Father, Mm -hmm. to talk to us, to guide us, to take us where you want us to go, Father, there is nothing that can take us away from the calling that you have given to us, Father. And I ask you that you be with them in a very mighty way, Father. I thank you once again, Father, for the opportunity that Mm -hmm. we have had to listen to their testimony, to listen to the story, Father. We know that we, many of us have gone through many situations, Lord, but each one of us has a story to tell, Father. And we thank you, Father, for their story and that it has impacted each and every one of us, Father. We ask you, Lord, that you continue to bless them. You continue to use them, Father. You continue to do your glory in their lives, Father, because they are humbly serving you and everything that you have put before them, Lord. We thank you. We ask you, Lord, that you continue with us also on our on our um, platform as the crazy yes. prayer ladies, Father, I ask you yeah. that you bless us, Father. And our desire is that all should come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, yes. Father, because you have told us that we are to spread your gospel. We are to mm. spread your word, Lord. And we Thank ask you, God. Lord Jesus, that you continue to protect us, Father, that you continue yes. to uh, keep us from the enemy, Father, and you mm. will continue to do in us what you desire to do, Father. 
We thank you. We bless you. We ask your favor in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Just want to thank amen. you tonight because you're, you're, the, uh, you're an awesome God. Yes. You're Jehovah Jireh. You're yes. the king. Father, you flow in the realm of being Jehovah Rapha, the healer. Mm. And Father, when you said, let us make man in our image and likeness, we have the DNA of you. Yes. And Father, we thank you tonight because you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. The glory, the glory, the glory, the glory, the glory, the glory. The glory. Yes. It's like God, what I when you were guys were speaking, is like I saw an Ezekiel moment. Mm. Son of man, can these dry bones live? Oh. Yes. yes. But you believe the report of the Lord. Father, Amen. I thank you, oh God, for these supernatural encounters. Father, yes. I thank you that her life is onto signs and wonders that yes. all shall see and know that there's a God and you never slumber nor sleep. Father, yes. I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that rose up in your son and he speaks to death and he cancels every assignment in the name of Jesus. So tonight we reverse yeah. the schemes, the agendas, the devices, the plans of the enemy concerning our life and the destiny and the purpose that we are called to fulfill especially Amen. Gary and Robin right now in the name of Jesus so father yes. we ask for your covering of the blood because the yes. blood of Jesus Amen. speaks there's life in that blood and the same power that Christ went down and take the keys and the power of the cross has power as well to break every yoke every fetter and the Amen. word of God sharper than any two edges so the Bible said those that believe in the Lord Amen. Father, they believe in you in the name of Jesus. The enemy yes. could not stand them. And Father, I thank you for yes. the portals. There's a healing anointing that is so great over your lives. In Amen. the name of Jesus, I see people just coming to you guys and manifestation happening because you have overcome. And because yes. you have overcome, you can walk in that realm in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, we pull down every stronghold and we decree yes. life. We decree life and life more abundantly, oh God. Amen. Many years more than they can think and imagine. It's not going to yes. be an Ezekiah year, so 50 more years, but many years to come, even in their old age, in their hundreds healthy and strong in the Lord and each and yeah. every one of this line mm -hmm. and every even those that are listening tonight we yes. decree and declare that God is always with us and he yes. put angels yeah. encamping around us father and we thank you oh God that our foot will not slip and father your yes. word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway yeah. and that it was in the name of Jesus for this family and for each and every yeah. one of us family we speak to every womb we speak to from the crown of the head to the sole of our feet every organs in our body and we command supernatural healing by the Amen. power of the Holy Spirit the yes. Holy Spirit can become the healer and we decree and we call you by your name Jehovah Rapha because you're Amen. a healer and we decree yes. tonight we come in agreement with Gary and Robin and the same yes. power that did it for them it's the same power that they will do it Amen. for us and, yes. and those yes. that are listening yes. To every person on that sick bed, we say, Get up in the name of Jesus. We mm -hmm. command mm -hmm. death to go. We command death to go in the yeah. name of Jesus. And yeah. this is so timely because 
this morning, like about two o'clock, something nearly happened in my home. And I said, I cancel the spirit of bloodshed and death. And you Amen. know the situation dissolved. But we believe the report of the Lord. And Father, yes. we send yes. our prayers into the future because the only yes. thing we can set our future is our prayers. And we decree yes. and declare that we're the head and not the tail. Yes. We're above yes. and not beneath. And we dismantle right. every assignment of the enemy for this Amen. entire year and the years to come over us and our family. And even Gary and Robin and the list person that are listening right now in the name of Jesus. We decree yes. and declare that we are ambassadors yes. of Christ and purpose must be fulfilled yes. in the yes. name of Jesus. Father, before you place us in our mother's womb, you have called us and we decree yes. sickness and disease are far from us. I superimpose the spirit of life in Christ Jesus over Amen. the spirit of death, hell and the grave. And because the word of God said that we are blessed going out and blessed yes. coming, yes. so shall it Amen. be. No accident, no strategy, nothing. It shall not yes. come near our dwelling place because yes. the Lord is with us and we put the bloodline the Bible said the bloodline the blood of Jesus around yes. us the walls of fire according to Zechariah and even that which you were with Hosea oh my God and Father we thank you oh God and we decree and declare nothing but truly goodness Perfect health, yeah. the abundance, open doors that no man can shut. And Father, yes. even this happened, I thank you for the wider doors that you're going to open for them. Yes. yes, thank you, Lord. And even for the crazy prayer ladies. Yes. I see people coming thank to you guys asking if you guys want to. I see people just coming, flocking you guys, because this is not an ordinary testimony. Yes. This yes. is God. This is who God represents Amen. in the end times. This is the miraculous power of God. And Amen. woman of God, Robin, I see God is like I'm seeing the water flowing at your feet coming up. And that's in Ezekiel. And there was a healing of that. If, for those who know that scripture, it was a healing anointing in the inner court. And I thank you, yes. oh God, that you bear the mark of Christ Jesus and each and every one of us. Yes. And the healing anointing is over you. And I decree whatever you put your hand to, whatever you touch, yes. it shall turn to perfection. Very yes. good. Man of God, I see you preaching the word of God with fire. I see a rising of a greater prophetic anointing in you. My God, you haven't yeah. seen anything yet. I see you saying things in a matter of days and it's coming to pass. That's how the accuracy of the prophetic is going to be with you. You're called to the prophetic office. Yes, some people can prophesy, yes. but there are people who are directly called to the office because Amen. you are seeing the supernatural power. When the ark said at sink and the prophet came and he command he speak to the sea system he speak to the marine system and he command the mm. ark said to float in the name of Jesus and I see that anointing upon you yes. do not limit yourself said God because yes. I'm about to take you to a greater level a yes. greater power in me that Thank you've you never seen before yes you. you're asking Thank the Lord to unlock the mysteries to you of his kingdom Amen. get ready because that's what you're asking the Lord for it's about to overtake you Thank the prophetic anointing is going to convert it over but take yes. such a way that yes. you've never seen it before. And I decree and declare, I don't know, but I'm seeing like positions opening for you to be it, it's not just the prophetic, but I'm seeing the intercessory with deliverance and anointing. Do mm -hmm. not limit yeah. what God is about yeah. to do for you. Do not limit. And do not worry about the voices, said God, because I am with you. 
I am yeah. with you. I am with yeah. you. It's like I'm seeing you open up your door and you're speaking to the atmosphere and see things change. Mm. God is going to cause you to do some prophetic things that you're going to be so crazy that you're going to just speak mm. to the atmosphere. You're going to yeah. say things and you're going to see it manifest. God said, do not limit me, son, because I put the words and I see your mouth becoming a sword into the enemy's camp because yeah. you've already been there and you've overcome. Yeah. From pit to palace. So, Father, we thank you for what you're doing and we thank you yeah. for those that are listening tonight whatever they have need of father yes. you see all of us in this line have need you exactly. supply and even those that are listening tonight we decree and declare that we have a god all resources come from him Amen. heaven and earth belongs to him so we decree that heaven Amen. release we command ever to open up and to release the blessing in heavenly places right now we call it forth out of the heavenly places right now into the earth realm in the name yes. of jesus and at the mention of that name, everything happened. Yes. So, Father, we thank you. We seal these prayers. Thank we seal everything with the blood of Jesus. And we decree exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can think, imagine, yes. or act for. It is done and it is mm. finished in Jesus' mighty name. Mm. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you for that prayer. Oh, that just... Uh, <laughs> mm. Wow. <laughs> myself. Powerful prayer. Prayer for wow. on this line, right? You are crazy praying, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love your prayers. Amen, amen. Thank you so much. And we receive that. We yes. receive it. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh, I love it. Oh Lord! You know, I'd I'd like to say, um, you know, we we would like to leave, and I'm I'm sure I I I I also talked for the other ladies that we would love to kind of maybe follow up within uh, a few months or absolutely. You know, oh my gosh! Oh my yeah, goodness! We to we see what it. you guys have actually gotten to do with with the gift. Wow! <laughs> I uh-huh. believe God has something for you guys. You I know, tell you. God, what? Thank you so much. We're, we're, yes. We just want to be used by him. Yeah. Amen. We Glory just, be to God. And we, you just know, want, we just want to be mouthpiece for him. Yes. 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 We want to declare and decree Amen. and prophesy. Amen. Amen. We want people to see him and not us. That's right. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, Amen. We the crazy prayer ladies love you and we would not mind yes. having you back one night or evening for a night of prayers and decrees because we are oh. crazy prayer free oh people. <laughs> we would love to have you guys back with us teaming up praying for people. Yes. We're going to make an arrangement for this to happen but we love you. It's Thank you so Oh, oh my god, I I feel the anointing here tonight and God is awesome. Amen. We Amen. haven't seen it. Yes. You know, I have a little testimony too. I remember I have a thing for bicycles. I do not play around bicycles because I remember when we I was like six years old and I'm, I'm, a bus hit my mom from behind with myself and my sister on a bicycle and my foot, all the spokes from the front, we went into my foot mm. and they told, um, and then it was in the spokes and the whole thing was there and they said she would not be able to walk back. But I'm a testimony that I can walk today. So. And God is good. I've seen God did miracles. Even with my to- my my toddler, she was a premature baby, three months, um, three pounds, and breathing on always. I, I God is. I tell people there's there's a thing when it comes to God that you cannot 
you can't describe, but he's awesome. He's powerful. And each and every one of us has testimonies here. What we have, God has put us through that we can overcome. And the thing about, I always tell people, when God puts you through something, it's for you to deliver somebody in five minutes. Yes. Yes. And that, you know, the scripture that says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. And once you taste and see that he is good. Yes. It becomes a, an addiction that for that to him. You yes. want him, and nothing else this world has to offer does not mm-hmm. live up to the hype that people think it does. Yes, it's like one. I mean, he is so wanting to pour out his presence on people, and that's the kind of glory. I mean, there's nothing like being in a service where you're you're all connected and you have one focus and you're worshiping, you're praising, you're just giving him all that glory and you just feel him coming upon you and that that electricity, that that lightning and thunder of God. And and we believe in that. We believe in the manifest presence of God. We believe it can be tangible. It can be felt. It can be real. And that's our heart's desire as we think about it. Peter walked down the street and his shadow healed yes. Well, that yes. worked, that was an overshadowing that happened just like it did on Mount Transfiguration. It's the same word. He was overshadowed by God and that just oozed out of him. And that presence went and just touched everyone and why not us? Yes. I mean, what, what Paul writes about, he said, I knew a man about the third heaven. It's like, why would God just dangle a carrot out in front of right. a, a psych? Not going to happen. Whatever <laughs> happened in the Bible, it's from right. us. Amen. I believe that. I believe we can have yes. encounters. I believe yes. we can have the angelic. And I believe that we can declare and decree the word Amen. of the Lord yep. and watch it come to pass. Yes. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I yes. <laughs> oh, my God. This was so much fun. Ladies, do you guys have anything to say before we wrap this up? Well, I was, I, 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 from what Gary says, you know, he, he told us, he told his disciples, greater things than I, you will Amen. do. This. You know, Amen. so he promised us that even right. greater things than he did, we will be able to do. We right. just have to have that faith and that, you know, that boldness to go out for it. You know, exactly. and the world needs it so bad. Yes. The yes. world needs it yes. so bad. Well, yes. and actually, even the church, the church needs, needs it. it too. The church oh, yeah. needs it too because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the church really needs to have an encounter and an experience with yes. God. And like I say, once you have that encounter, you have that experience, it's like, I want more. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. Yes. Hey, and please tell dude we said hi. I certainly will. Him and I have been emailing back and forth and just I just tell him I said hi. And and you ladies are in for some great things ahead. I believe the best is yet to come for you because I see yeah. your future and what you're doing is incredible. And God, the Father, is so pleased with you guys. Amen. And those prayers, wow. 
crazy praying ladies <laughs> you are and I, we love it man we loved you we loved crazy. we loved your testimony it's Thank awesome you. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Prayer Ladies podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send your prayer requests to cpl at crazyprayerladies.com. We also have live Bible study led by Miss Crown Call Chosen every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Zoom. For more details, email cpl at crazyprayerladies.com. Join us again next time for the Crazy Prayer Ladies podcast.